Hello, welcome to. Oh, this. Hello, welcome to. The in focus. Yeah. Hello, this is me, Marlin the Falklands from F5 TV, um, coming to you today, actually from the office. Yeah. Look at that. Boo. Pancakes today. Wait, listen to it. Oh, you can hear it a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. As much as anything else, I think that's Carl's computer. Yeah, I think that's my computer making that noise. Um, so we're not, you know, we're not eating pancakes in my kitchen this week. Which is quite a disaster, yeah. really. I didn't have breakfast, hoping out, holding out, you know, just to be able to eat all the pancakes possible. <laughs> There's so. a microwavable porridge, by the way, in the office, in the okay. kitchen. Yeah. Um, which is, brings me to my first moan, okay. right? And this is a serious moan. When I buy milk for the office, I buy two cartons at a time. I put one in the fridge and one in the door. Someone, someone is opening both blimmin' <laughs> cartons. So that's my moan for the day. Um, well, it's not me. Well, yeah, Kyle never makes any, so... No, no you're not Ooh, that was, now. See, that was, my, uh, that was my subtle, Kyle never makes tea for anyone. I never drink uh, tea, <laughs> so I never make the tea. So that's why you haven't got an FITV mug. And that's why I don't have an FITV mm. mug. <laughs> Three months and this bad boy is coming to the other side of the world with me. I'm going to be sipping, sipping it in the snow in Canada, going plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Listen to Meanwhile in the Falklands, I am from my balcony. You can watch online anywhere you have an internet connection. Apparently that's running. Is it running at the mm. cinema now? Kyle yeah. and I went to the cinema on Thursday night. Yeah, and that, we was, got, that was a fun experience. And we got treated to it. Um, yeah. It wasn't supposed to come on till the no. weekend. Yeah. But because Nick knew that we were there, she was like, oh, I'll put it on special for both of you. And then I spent the entire time going like that. Because I, so, I didn't want to see like, myself. I'm, I'm quite tall. I'm about six foot two. And I've never stooped so low in a seat. I was embracing the slouch. Well, at which point, um, the people we were in the cinema with just started pointing down at us, realising we were there. It was quite a full cinema, actually. Well, we did get a round of applause at the end. Well, th that's where I was going, yeah. There was about 30 people in there. And in the end, we did get a round of applause. So uh, I just thought I had to milk it. So yeah. I turned around and did a little bow. <laughs> Somebody said we ought to do it again, but with children playing our parts, mm. which I thought was a really great idea. Yeah, absolutely. So if we could recreate the whole thing, as we've just done, but with them wearing our clothes as well, I think would be quite cool. Uh, or just a grey, for you, top... Um, grey suit and a badly done tie. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> At least you're saying it. Self-bearing. <laughs> well, already was, said it this morning, so... Yeah. I was still trying to... He's not James. He's not Thomas. <laughs> you, oh could you not get his name? No, it wasn't coming. I wanted to call him James. Oh Wait. my god. At least I'm not the one getting called James this yeah, morning. That normally true. happens. Yeah, He's well, I... It's been years since James <laughs> left. His name still lives on in the office. That's for you, James Page, anyway. Um, let's have a look. Carl, uh, you before, know. Oh, I was going to say, before we carry on, just yeah. talking about the idea of the children playing our, playing our roles. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if Haribo have copyrighted it, but we were talking about doing the advert for their meeting room, and you're going to have one of the kids leading a meeting and have all those all the big shots stood around and i was like i don't know if harry bow they can't copyright this but like have the kid leading it have all of like the adults having their parts but we'll get kids to voice over their parts could you imagine someone like steve talking about numbers but like have a kid doing his voice you know like in the harry bow meetings we will look into that <laughs> we will look into that anyway carl you you know everything there is to know about toilets i know so now, much about you? toilets i've been hanging out outside of toilets i've been filming toilets I've been doing all sorts. And People it's not can see as, your shadow against yes. the toilets. Mm. It's not as dodgy as it sounds. Um, it is as dodgy. It, well, it is kind of as dodgy as it sounds. But um, no, I was doing a story about the toilets by Gypsy Cove this week, which, unbeknownst to me, 
started being built last week. Yeah, they kept that quiet, didn't I they? I know. And I was on the phone. I was on the phone to everyone that had anything even <laughs> slightly to do with the toilets all week, and not one person went. Oh, they're being built, by the way. <laughs> they, they, they've finally gone ahead about it. Well, you see, I, I don't think they actually started until you started pestering. See, that's with what phone I think as well. Yeah, that's that you're I responsible well. for it starting. So you know, if you want, if you want something built in Falklands. Mm. So now we have two <laughs> get pieces. Kyle. Yeah, get Kyle. Yeah, get me on the case. We now have two pieces in the last 12 months on toilets at Gypsy Cove, and one contains Katie and one contains Kyle. So you can go and watch it and see which one presented better. <laughs> um, speaking I, of toilets, did you hear the story on, I think it was, the, um, no, I may have seen it on a repeat episode of QI from like two years ago, actually, it might not have been BBC recently. Regardless, tangent, um, they, were chain, they were trying to stop people from having sexual interactions within public toilets. I believe it was in South Wales. And oh, the guy, this is and the new toilets they were going to make and it was going to spray water at people. Why'd you ruin my story, bro? Sorry. I'm so sorry. So anyway, as Kyle has <laughs> just you know totally spoiled now. and ruined, um, <laughs> the point was like the, they're trying to stop people from having sexual intercourse within public toilets. And one of the ways to do it is if they feel the pressure, there's pressure plates they're putting in it. So if you feel the pressure of what is equal to two human bodies, then it will start spraying water throughout and pushing the door open. And um, a lot of people then started to complain about it because, hey, what if I'm disabled and I go in in a wheelchair what if I need a carer what if I'm going in to help my nan to like get her on the toilet yeah. and uh, and then some other people came out with the devil's advocate <laughs> argument which was if they've gone into the public toilet and closed the door at least nobody can see it you spraying water and whacking the door open all of a sudden my five-year-old is seeing a lot more than she needs to see <laughs> so there we go that's uh, gypsy cove toilet plan you know number I'm two thinking throughout that was what a lot of of technology that's gone into that when there are other issues yeah. in the world. <laughs> that was yeah. another other. point raised. <laughs> For goodness sake. Yeah, there are bigger issues in the world than yeah. someone uh, having a little bit of a jolly time in a public yeah. loo. <laughs> Carl, did you discover any jolly times in public loo? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Fortunately for me. No, uh, we thought you were on the scoop. <laughs> They're quite clean down here, aren't they? Did you go inside? No, I did not go inside. You I just, just filmed them outside. I thought it'd be too creepy to film inside the public. No, there are, they are actually quite clean down here. Um, I've been, you know. Do you think that's because they're not utilised anywhere near as they're much as they not, are in the UK? Yeah. Yeah. And got people having nookie in them. Or <laughs> <laughs> Getting sprayed with water. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, you have angered Thomas. It's all your fault. Yes. Um, Thomas came back from holiday looking all tanned and, and lovely. Hence wearing my pink shirt to emphasise <laughs> le tan. Yeah. Um, and then earlier on in this week, you put something on your Instagram, Facebook, something, one of the stories. Instagram, yeah. Uh, with this beautiful sunrise, blue skies and everything going, oh, look, winter's over. And, and then it's from It was snowed. end of winter, question mark, dot, dot, dot. And it's proceeded to snow and rain. It snowed this morning. Ever it, since. Yeah. I don't think awful. we've seen the sun since then. Out filming, out filming my pieces to camera earlier this week, the wind was mm. stronger than I've ever seen it. It was ridiculous. It was really And it's cold. entirely your fault. Oh, that was the strongest you've seen it. Oh, <laughs> you've got Falkland summer to come, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you haven't done a summer yet. I have not done a summer yeah, yet. This so. is the less windy part of the year. <laughs> um, Kyle's going to get blown away. <laughs> so I, I feel a sacrifice is needed to weather gods yes. uh, from you. On well, this. I said I would do a new dance around the house. Um, and we will be there to I feel, film I feel like that might anger them more somehow. <laughs> Well, that can be my uh, goodbye FITV house because I move out this weekend. So I'll do my goodbye and weather dance at the same time. 
I just beware the because there was a an archer here um, who they went off the group of them went off to take part in some competition somewhere and he said if I get a gold I will come back and run naked around the football pitch and lo he did get cold <laughs> did he start, did he keep his word I, d I don't know because oh. um, I'm not sure about that but anyway yes so be careful what you wish for um, Archer and Pottery Retreat, was that something to do with my cardigan that I yes, wore earlier very, in the week? Yes, you were wearing a very yes. flowy, arty, crafty cardigan. And you just signed up to an intermediate yes. crochet class. I didn't just <laughs> <say> <laughs> It was just like, oh, oh Paula, I'm sorry, but th this class isn't for beginners. Have you ever done it before? It is intermediate, but I have crocheted. It <laughs> 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 is true. I'm, I'm going to become Art and Pottery Retreat. Uh, yes. That's going to be the look I'm going to the go transformation for. Transformation is beginning. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm actually now. Look, my flight is on next Friday's. Um, not this Friday coming, but the following Friday. So I've got two weeks left in the Falklands. I'm going to the UK, and I'm going to go and get some art and pottery retreat clothes. And that's what I'm going to. I'm going to swan in here <laughs> like that. Um, museum talks. You went to Bailey's. Talk. Was it last night? Yeah. Yes, it was. I was, trying, I was going to go on a tangent, actually, from you said about the gold um, medal archer. At the start, the talk was um, about the wreck of the Isabella in the Falkland Islands that occurred in 1812. But he started his presentation with uh, what he knows best, as, uh, as he said himself, which is 20th century military history. Yep. Uh, so though it didn't really have anything to do with it, he wanted to emphasise this one photograph because the wreck of the Isabella is an absolutely insane story that if you'd heard it or if you saw a film about it, you're like, nah, that's all made up, can't oh, really? possibly be true. Um, and he wanted to start with emphasis on how crazy stories can be real. And you mentioned the archer and I can't find his name, but I have found the photograph of a man storming the D-Day beaches in World War II with a sword. So there we go. And oh, Bailey also said that he was the only person in World War II to get a, get a confirmed kill with a bow and arrow. And oh, hence yeah. my bow and arrow tension. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. There we go. Oh, yeah. Got only man to have a confirmed kill in World War II with a bow and arrow. Uh, but yeah, well, the talk wasn't about that. That was just, I no. thought, was a really interesting nugget of information. So the historic Dockyard Museum down here in the Falkland Islands, do, is it only in the winter they're doing? Mm. May, mainly winter, yeah. Yeah, so they're doing these talks um, at the museum. Basically, people who've got a passion about something. Bailey's passion is history, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, I, the did one, I did one last, last year on Fyoda. Yes, you did. Um, I went to on it. That. Um, however, what made me chuckle was Bailey had obviously taken a still from the security camera um, <laughs> of everyone <laughs> yeah. watching, and someone had bought some popcorn to the talk. <laughs> In what looked like a fish tank. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a vat of popcorn. It's the only way it can be described. Mm. Uh, a friend and I were at the Malvina House Hotel beforehand, having a drink before the talk, and we decided we wanted popcorn. So we thought, oh my God, Stanley has a cinema. <laughs> so we wandered up to the cinema and got ourselves little buckets of popcorn. And oh, thought, did you? Oh, we're God. so funny wandering over, and then this other gentleman comes in with yeah, what can only be described <laughs> as an industrial vat of popcorn. <laughs> The phrase I would use to describe it is not PC, so I can. I it, can it, it looked was a like a fish tank. Ton. Yeah, it, it looked like a fish tank. Yeah, at least um, he was well prepared. He he yeah. knew what he wanted to get out of that. Yeah, well, he does work at fisheries, so yeah. he might. Fishy, it might well be a fish fish, tank. Fishy popcorn is not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't you mind a bit of salt, don't mind no. sweet. I don't mind being crazy and mixing it up, but fishy, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> New taste. Um, I'm having my nails done this afternoon. You are? Oh, here we yes, go. I know. Yeah, I broke one off, and I don't want to bore you with the story, but there were tears. You broke two? 
Yeah. Then, then the thumb came off as well. I pay attention. Mm. Thumb oh, came off. The thumb, well came, thumb came off before yeah, the middle finger did. You're not getting employee of the week this week. Why was that? No, employee of the week is someone who doesn't even work for us yep. because he sucked up to you on his job application form. Who was that? I can't remember what it was, but it went it was, to him. It was obviously very memorable. <laughs> <laughs> it was going oh, to him because he was, he was perfect and he was meeting all the criteria and he was grammatically correct and he addressed you as musphomes. And yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you fell in love with him for all of two minutes. I thought you did something to annoy me earlier in the week and I went, right, that's not, he's not getting employee of the week this week. Well, maybe. It's also probably something Yeah, that's, that's probably likely, but I pushed that out of my head. <laughs> I'm an angel. <laughs> um... Why do you want sushi? Falklands mm. Food Fest! Oh yes, it's this yes. Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. Right, this is marvellous. This is a lady called Marianella. I think it was her who started mm -hmm. it, wasn't it? Yes, indeed. Italian lady makes the most delicious pasta and anything Italian. Um, started this food festival. And then you had, there was somebody from the Attorney General's Chambers who was making like all these Indian stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's just... A fantastic. Is this the third or the fourth one they've the had? Fourth one, no. Fourth one. And it's really, yeah, it's snowballed. Yeah. It went from Marianella selling her homemade pasta on Bring and Buy to, hey, there's a couple of other people down here from different ethnic backgrounds who have some fantastic cuisine, and hey, let's share it. Two or three friends, let's do a food festival. Ended up being six or seven people got involved and all had different stands. Now they've got a wonderful poster. I think they were some of the first people down here to have a nice poster yep. for an event like that. Um, it looked good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, got a nice logo as well. I mean, it's a, it's very much yeah. like your classic homemade cuisine, but it's, it's glorious. But the top tip is to get there when it opens. Oh, yes. yeah. Get I can imagine it sells out quickly. Open, yeah. It starts at midday. I got there at one last time. And it was all of Marianella's <laughs> pasta was gone. All of, the, all of the curry was gone. There was a couple of onion bhajis left. I was like, Oh great! <laughs> there's there's nothing left. But the big the big news this week is that someone's making a homemade sushi. Yep. And oh. yeah, it's a variety of different. There's salmon. There's um, it's avocado. There's uh, raw tuna fish. Like yeah, there's an eclectic variety. And I'm really I love sushi. Oh, so I'm good. The plan is for Kyle to be my cameraman yep. and I'm going to do a presenter-led piece on me shoving loads of food in my face yep. and going, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> okay, I, I see. I love my job. <laughs> um, so you guys went to the cinema this week yes, and we did. saw this film Blinded by the Light. I was told that the critics loved it, but the audiences weren't that keen. So well, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that as well. It's very British cinema, so it's very on the nose and a bit low budget. Mm -hmm. But I liked it because it took place in my hometown. So I got to see every single location and go, I've been there. Oh. I, I know where that is. What about the uh, Sixth Form College that it was based and in? I went to, and I went to the Sixth Form College it was based, based in. Also, fun fact, Luton Sixth Form College, the first Sixth Form College in the UK. Oh, there's a fun fact. Yeah. I mean, I like still it, not a reason to go to Luton. Still not a reason to go to Luton. No, I see, there was several years ago, um, Hubby was, uh, had a job offer in Luton. And um, he came back and he said, it's been voted by the people of Luton. By the people yep. of Luton as the worst place to live. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. But if there's, anything that film got, if there's anything that film got right, it's getting that, the right tone of people from Luton just hating on Luton. 
and okay. just constantly saying how bad it is. And though Kyle said it in two different ways there, one of the other great things about the film is that no one said Luton with a T. Yeah, there wasn't a single T in that film. <laughs> Every single person was you'd like, have Luton, yeah. Luton, Luton. You'd have hated Luton. it, Paula. You'd have been so frustrated <laughs> with the use of the so English language. <laughs> it was so perfect. And, oh uh, we didn't realise until Kyle said the day after, I was like, one of the, uh, the main character's best friends, I was like, man, he looks familiar. Yeah. Not until Kyle mentioned the next day, he is... Tom and Balafian in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Who's that? You know the king, the Cersei's son, Joffrey's the king that younger kills brother. He like jumps out of a window. Yes. Him. That actor. Oh, I only saw him from behind when he walked towards the window. So I, have no <laughs> idea. I mean, he had a couple more scenes yeah, than yeah. that, but evidently oh, you were paying attention. No, I was <laughs> um, right, you've had a little experience then on the bypass road, apparently. Yes. Who, was, who saw that? Was it both of you? Both of us. That was, I mean, that was coming back from Blinded yeah. by the Light. Co actually. So coming back from the cinema, we, walk, we were driving up the bypass, and it was pitch black outside because it was. What, nine, ten o'clock? Yeah. Probably later than that. Um, driving up this road, and out of nowhere, there was just these two kids stood by the side of the road. It was genuinely not until we were about yeah. five, ten metres away from yeah. them that they appeared. Yeah. And one was quite significantly taller yeah. than the other. They were stood right next to one of the little reflective bollards on the side. So that lit up, then their eyes lit yeah. up, and then it was... It was yeah, they, and were, they were just so st creepy. staring off into the distance, like they didn't even recognise that it was a car coming past or anything. Yeah, it not a, moving. So yeah. one stood in front of the other, almost like they posed there, like staring dead straight. It was, yeah, it was kind of terrifying. It was very creepy. Dressed all in black as well. Yep. Oh, just, this kids. irritates me yeah. so much. We need to do a piece on it, although it's now coming into spring. But next year we're doing a piece on it because it irritates me so much. Is people wandering around? Wearing dark clothing, yeah. going. Oh, it's all right. A, I can. I can see where I'm going. Yeah. I can. No, no. If you're driving a car, people can't see you. I got such a scolding from my mother when I was 16. <laughs> I was doing uh, living in Wales. I was running along the Welsh country roads because that's where I was going for my run. And I was in a black pair of black joggers, and I was in a black hoodie with white trainers with reflectors on the back of them. But when I went out for my run, it wasn't dark. Yeah. Mm. But the clouds came over, and I was out for a little bit longer than I expected to be and I was running back towards the house. I was only about five, 600 meters away from home, but like cars has obviously started coming back from work and it had just gone, as I said, really dark. And as I was very aware, I was like, oh, I don't know if they can see me. No. And one of the cars that went past me happened to be my mum. Oh. Uh, so I got home and she lost her yeah, must have yeah. At me, yeah. absolutely. And she said the only thing that she, she saw in the distance, I thought maybe that's a runner, is, as I said, the reflectives on the back of my trainer. She could see them flicking. Mm. I was like, what's that? And slowed mm -hmm. down and pulled yeah. to the side and realised that, yeah, and I was stupid as well. I was wearing my hood up. And it when was they did the, um, all in black, yeah. When they did the mid Never been mid so marathon, marathon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they all were all given reflective clothing mm -hmm. for it. Um, and there was one um, person who thought it would be a good idea not to put the reflective vest on but to actually tuck it in a backpack yeah. that they had so it was it was hanging out yeah um but that was dreadful and we, we were the sport car for it three o'clock in the morning yeah you don't want to yeah. be no, you yes. come across that person i'm not going to say who it was you come across that person and you couldn't see them very well at all yeah um but, yeah. The wonderful thing for the Midnight Marathon this year is that uh, we a, ha, always have our own reflective equipment, yeah. but now, because I'm totally not a thief, I brought back the, uh, <laughs> I brought back the pink media bib from the Island Games, so we actually have a media go. bib now. <laughs> Excellent. Let's not dwell on that. No. Yeah, um, well, they, they never asked for it back. I was like, I'm keeping this. This is a great little souvenir. Um, 
So you've just said it now, they'll listen to this and come for you. Yeah. Oh, well, it's got nothing to do with us. If you want to come down to Gibraltar, uh, come down from Gibraltar, <laughs> sorry, if you're going to take me back in for questioning, I'll, that's fine. I'll go back to sunny Gibraltar uh. for a bit before summer's over. What's that last thing? Because that's your handwriting. Oh, so when we, were, when we went out filming my, filming my pieces to camera this week, we thought, well, I thought, we should stop by uh, the geocache that, I've, that I hid hmm. to see if anyone's found it. And it's been found. Oh, really? Yeah, by the Ross family. The, oh, yeah. the Ross nice. family found it about two days before we went to go and see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so I thought... So we were going there and uh, I was ah. I was so I was so pessimistic actually. I was just like, to be silly, no one's found so, it. So is it a box with like stuff in? So is it because the geocaching that that I'm aware of is yeah. where you have like a little token and you swap it out for something. No, that's in there. so a lot of the geocaches that I found have, just, have literally just been like a box with some paper in. So that's what my one is. Oh, it's, okay. a, it's a box. little Tupperware container with with a piece of paper in that you can just write your name on. No, I think it. I think we should point. modify it as well. I yeah. think we should print off like a, a funny face or a meme yeah, or something yeah. like that, and like sellotape it to the bottom. So when they open it, they just got this weird face staring <laughs> at them, yeah. which will make it even more. One of those pictures on the walls, actually. That yeah. uh, so we, in the office here at um, FITV Towers, we, we've got our wall is papered with uh, well presenters, ex-employees, yeah, yeah. Um, and. I, I unfortunately I printed out a load of stuff and I completely forgot to say print four on a page or two on a page and they've come out as A4 sheets so you've got very quite scary. Yeah, I mean my uh, face is a bit larger than I'd want it to be on that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's there's me and Hannah just with no makeup on, yeah. uh, just our eyes in the in the camera there. But I mean, you stuck them right in front of me as yeah. well. So I've got my own face and your creepy <laughs> eyes just staring at me all day long. <laughs> That's fine, but we're having a we're having a revamp of the office yep. today. We are. So all of the pictures must come off the it, walls. It's gonna be it's gonna be mega today. It really is. We have um, our brand new wall. We've got now. desks coming. Although we're gonna have to move this desk that's Hannah's, and I have a feeling it's gonna actually fall apart. Well, we managed to move it, it from the end of the room, which we can now no longer see because we've got a magical, wonderful new wall. So thank you very much, Tony, for that because he's done a glorious job. Yeah. Uh, and we managed to get it to this side of the office without breaking it. Kyle and I, I think we did a, uh, a cracking job. Yeah. All right, let's try, I mean, try that. Getting it through the door that's is going to be a very different task. <laughs> it got in here, it can get out. Yeah, right. when, when it came in here, it wasn't falling apart. Um, so Saturday, obviously, Food Fest at 12 o'clock at, at the Town Hall. That's going to be grand. Sunday, trout season is open. Any fisher people here? No. To fish? no. To fish? Well, I, I, have, I have fished. Yeah. I've not caught a fish. Yeah. Um, I've not fished down here. I used to fish in the UK. I used yes, to fish you did. Carp, so. I've been fishing once, and all I caught was someone else's line. So I oh, didn't well. do very well. Oh, you did better than me. I've been fishing four times, and I've not even caught a line. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to catch carp, and they are very satisfying to yeah. catch because they are huge, um, and so that's pretty cool. Um, and then there's the flea markets on in the afternoon. I'm um, spending my so morning flying a drone up and down the bypass road, filming Stanley Service's fuel trucks. Oh, excellent. Okay, Because it's the only the time market. they're free. Mm. Um, I picked up an easel last time I went to the flea market mm. for a couple of quid, so I'm chuffed about that. I'm going to go oh, there. Well. Um, and then Monday, um, well, we need that confirmed, actually, but apparently there's going to be a fishing frenzy. Um, the military have organised a fishing competition, so um, we're going to go and have a look at that, but we need that confirmed first. Uh, Chat and Chew, which is a lovely uh, lunchtime group that meet on a Wednesday. Every other Wednesday, though, I think, isn't it? Um, they will have been going for two years. Really nice soup, mm -hmm. cake, roll, 
cup of tea, chat. Yeah. Great place to go if you've only just yeah, got Yeah, it's great here. for the community, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I miss my hair appointment, so I have got dreadful <laughs> grey hair. Toothfish day on Wednesday. Do you like toothfish? I, I don't prefer. like any fish. I'm not a big fan but of toothfish. Toothfish, toothfish fillet is almost like a steak. Yeah, yeah, it's very meaty. It doesn't really taste that I'll, fishy. I'll see how I feel about it on the day. I think we all eat. We all need to go to the government house reception on Wednesday and, and have all of the toothfish. Yeah, and, have, and try yeah. the toothfish. Yeah. Have um, a have a proper group outing. Yeah, yeah, let's. We haven't yeah. done that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Um, Bailey's got his talk on the battles of the Coronel and the Falklands. Yes, indeed. We'll be going to that Thursday. as well. That would be quite cool. Um, it's also my birthday. What, Can on, I that? Just say? on Thursday? Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm. Um, quite a few birthdays this week. There is. Yeah, there is quite a few because there's um, quite a few people on, on Friday as well. It's Bailey's birthday on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Quite a few people on Friday as well, I know. Yeah, it was uh, my birthday present to Bailey is the fact that I'm attending his talks. There we go. <laughs> uh, lovely. No, last night's talk was well worth it, though. Yeah. It was such an interest. The fact that they haven't made... The BBC are literally... If they're scratching their heads going, what's the next big BBC TV show that we need to do mm. that can match like the, yeah. the Handmaid's Tale that Channel 4 did or something like yeah. that, then it has to be the story of the Isabella because it's insane. Yeah. It's an absolutely insane story. And if you've never heard it, just Google the story of the wreck of the Isabella. Uh, you've got the memoirs of the captain and you've got a book written by David Miller, I yes, do believe, about the wreck of the Isabella as well, which, which recounts the, the wider picture. And or then, even just come down here. Or come down just here come yeah. down and here. have a chat with David Bailey because yeah. he will, He'll he will you educate everything you. everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah. um, if anyone's listening to this and you've never been down to the Falkland Islands, uh, you need to get in touch with the person who is in our next door office, which is... Falkland Islands holidays. Absolutely. Um, and they will sort you out. Margaret, yep. Sue and Jenny will sort you out as a, with um, yeah. an itinerary down here. It's, it, it is a place to come. I and think. if you've missed it this year, but um, if you want a taster of it and you are busy over the next 12 months, make sure you get down to Bird Fair next year where Falkland Islands holidays do have yeah. a stand. And there's normally, like for the last couple of years, FITV have put together a video for them as well to really present and really show off the wildlife yeah. available to you in the Falklands. And mm. I mean, if that video doesn't sway you to come down here, nothing will. No, it's a good thing. Don't be put off by the flight. Um, Speaking of the flight, there's some delays for some of the hockey players to round it oh, off. We haven't oh. really had much sporty talk. There's a hurricane this hitting... This is for you. This is for you, Stephen. No Listen worries, Stephen. Uh, but there's a hurricane hitting Florida at the moment. Oh, um, oh no. So it's going to... Well, it's not hit yet, but it's hitting over the weekend, which means some of the players who are flying out this weekend to Chile and then going from Santiago up to Miami yeah. are going to have probably going to be stuck in Santiago for a few days because no flights are going to be coming in and out oh, as the hurricane goes over yeah. Florida. God. And most of the team are already in Florida, uh, so they're going to be in the midst of a hurricane. Oh. So we will definitely be thinking about them and making yeah, sure that they're, that they're all, all right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but aside from the, the weather and the natural disaster occurring, a really exciting prospect with uh, the tournament occurring next weekend. It's actually a, an interna- it's an, a recognised international hockey tournament that the Falklands are taking part in. Yep. Uh, they're playing like the international team from Brazil, Colombia, Venezuela, Costa Rica. It's an incredible opportunity for them. Um, and it will be they will be broadcast on the Hockey TV's website mm-hmm. at the Global Hockey Federation are broadcasting the games and the local um, local telecoms company have put, taken off the 
the megabyte allowance for that one and they're going to be streamed some going to be a fan zone in the narrows oh, um, nice. the narrows restaurant for their game yeah. so yeah. i know where i'll be spending quite a few <laughs> of my hours over not this weekend but next weekend because unfortunately oh, we couldn't send anyone no um, having having some oh, issues it's just loads wasn't of things, it? Yeah. Wasn't it? it was you know financial it was visas the states are just a nightmare not, not enough people in the office it was it was just it, just too much but anyway yeah. um next year Next year so, when the oh, good look. Yeah, there's, there's more snow. Snowing again. Um, just so let's um, end on a creative note. Um, I am going to try and attempt mm. my first pair of knitted socks. Oh, mm-hmm. good luck with that. Aren't socks quite difficult? Well, I thought so too. But I have um, a lady who used to work at the... Um, who was, who's in Spitters and Weavers Guild and she used to be at the tourist board, Joe. She insisted that they were actually quite easy once you've started... They're actually quite easy. Um, so I've been on the internet and I found this lady who is knitting these socks in real time mm-hmm. along with you. So there's no like, oh, and then you just knit to the end of the rope. She actually knits to the end of the rope. It's quite boring. But yeah. it, it, she's great. She's got this lovely voice. And I think, yeah, I can <laughs> knit some socks. So I'm going to try. Went down to Falklands Farmers, bought myself some nice. wool and a pair of circular needles. And I am doing it. What's the bet that Paula does it in her cardigan? <laughs> and my scarf and your yes. scarf of course Getting you can get the lots flowy of rings in, in the conservatory <laughs> with a plant next to her <laughs> and her chai latte and <laughs> sorry soya soo- chai latte this thing I of know, soothing can't music can't but anyway yes with some yeah some little yeah, yeah. some harps in the background yeah, harps in me. the background no an actual harp <laughs> harpist is that what no, it's called it's playing the harp with one hand and knitting oh, knitting with the other multi talents yes. right. while spinning and weaving with her feet <laughs> okay I see this I see where this is going right so we will leave it there um yes yeah, so if you want to watch along it's week four 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 four, four. Oh, four, four, four. Yeah. Wow, four, four, four. You just wait week. till we get to six, six, six. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, week four, four, four this week, you can see uh, Kyle in his toilets. Yeah, you can see me uh, telling you what to look out for in the, in the astronomy this week. Absolutely. We've actually got uh, former head chef of the Malvina House Hotel, Matt Clark, uh, making toothfish pate. Yes, it was filmed, I will admit this, listener, it was filmed a l- many years ago with the potato cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, but there it's is still, some interference it's good, on the though. microphone, <laughs> but it's a really nice recipe and he presents it quite well. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then um, other bits and bobs. We have Debbie De- Summers. Debbie well Summers. done, you. Debbie Summers sent us over a little clip. Falkland Islander, who's been named for the fourth year in a row as chairperson for the New Zealand Tour- Tourism Cruise? Association? Cruise Association. Yeah, Cruise Association. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so fantastic there for her, and she sent us over a little clip. What she didn't clip. send was, and I thought when you were talking to me about it, I thought she was going to send a clip going, it's five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't, She's all. she looks fantastic. Yeah. Hello, I'm here at the airport. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you've got to present yourself. <laughs> it's all um, about the marketing. So we, has, we've been a bit struggled this week. Sorry, yeah. to go, we, we, we teased you there, listening you thought it was going to be the end it has been quite a tricky tricky one this week to find some top stories mm. um so well hopefully i mean we've got nearly 30 minutes yeah, yeah and i mean it's the, it's the last the last two weeks in august i mean everything starts yeah. to pick up now is uh, it's the 
end of the winter, dot, dot, dot. Oh, <laughs> Yay for yeah. snow for the next six days because Tom snow. jinxes it again. Yeah, more snow to come. Anyway, uh, listener, we'll leave you there. Um, join us next week. As I say, have a look at fitv.co.fk. We are actually in the process of revamping the website. Yep. Um, so it will be all revamped and it will look more bit more user-friendly yeah. yeah. um, things are happening article orientated as well yeah. so no, a lot easier to yeah. acquire things some are. news Hello, Tony. excellent we'll be with you in a sec um so we are now going to get on with the moving of the yeah. office that was our that was our cue to come yeah. and get off our seats <laughs> and start doing some manual labor <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week see bye, bye.